Hi, I'm Kevin Sorbo, and I will be your next guest on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Hey, hope you had a great week. This is episode 305 of On Screen and Beyond. I'm your host, Brian Zemrak. This is the weekly show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week, Kevin Sorbo returns to On Screen and Beyond. He's got a new movie coming our way, and he's going to be here to talk about that, so get ready for that. And we got a lot of other things coming your way, so uh, what do you say we get right down to it, all right? But before we do that, I do want to let you know that uh, if you have a suggestion for a guest, be sure to email it to me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. I'll see what I can do about getting that person on here. we got a lot of feelers out trying to get a lot of other people here to come to On Screen and Beyond and keep us informed of what they're doing and also what they have done in the past. So... Right now, it's time for Remake Madness, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Please hang up and try again. Remake Madness. Well, Jennifer Lawrence is very busy lately, and she's going to be starring in a remake of Steinbeck's East of Eden, and the film will be directed by The Hunger Games' Gary Ross. Hmm. That's got Oscar written all over it, at least a nomination. And the Stephen King The Stand remake is back in the news. After getting and losing several directors, it now looks like director Josh Boone will be at the helm, at least for now. And the move from the small screen to the big screen for Entourage is looking for June 12, 2015 for its release. That's it for Remake Madness. Next on On Screen to be on, upcoming new movies. Upcoming new movies, well, Jessica Alba and Lily Rabe of The American Horror Story will star in The Veil as a reporter tries to find out the story behind a cult that committed mass suicide from the lone survivor. And if rumors are true, Viggo Morganson will star in Captain Fantastic. And no, it's not a superhero film. And in development right now from Marvel and Disney is Black Widow, starring Scarlett Johansson as the superhero. And Ron Howard will direct and produce Mena. It's a crime drama about a pilot who gets work from the CIA and as a drug runner in the 80s. That's it for upcoming new movies. Next on On Screen to Be On, Sequel City. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sequel City, letting you know what's coming your way as far as sequels. Well, it looks like writers are being assigned to write sequels to both Where the Millers and The Equalizer. And rumors are now going around that Harrison Ford may be up for two more Indiana Jones sequels. And the producers of Shrek say that they are confident that they will be having a fifth outing with the big guy. We'll let you know when it happens. 
That's it for Sequel City. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, what's coming your way as far as TV on DVD. TV on DVD, well, on June 3rd, you can look for the eighth and final season of Rawhide with Clint Eastwood. And Pretty Little Liars, the complete fourth season, will make its way into stores and on DVD on June 3rd. And on May 20th, Happy Days, the fifth season, hops and bops into stores. That's it for TV on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, we're going to take a peek at what's coming your way as far as movies on DVD. Movies on DVD, on April 15th, you can catch The Secret Life of Walter Mitty on Blu-ray and DVD, starring Ben Stiller. On April 8th, Paranormal Activity, The Marked Ones, scares us as it arrives in stores. And you can look for Kevin Costner and Three Days to Kill to land in stores on Blu-ray and DVD in June. That is it for Movies on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, we're going to take a peek at a little entertainment and TV time right here on On Screen and Beyond. TV time and entertainment news. It looks like TV Land's The X's is being renewed for a fourth season. And Netflix has added new series to their lineup in the future with Marvel's Daredevil coming our way in 2015, and they're going to be adding more as time goes by. And the Sci-Fi Channel has canceled Being Human. Season 4 will be its last. And that's it for TV Time and Entertainment News here at On Screen and Beyond. Next on On Screen and Beyond, Kevin Sorbo comes by once again. He was a guest here on On Screen and Beyond a while back, and it's such a pleasure to have him joining us once again. Of course, he was Hercules. Who can forget that? He was on Andromeda and uh, just so many other movies he's done, and he's going to talk about his latest movie called God's Not Dead, and that's coming up right here on On Screen and Beyond, so stick around for that. Today on On Screen and Beyond, we have as our guest an actor who first joined us on episode 127 back in 2010 here on On Screen and Beyond. He is known worldwide for his role as Hercules and as Captain Dylan Hunt on Andromeda. He has a new movie coming out on March 21st in theaters called God's Not Dead. It's Kevin Sorbo. Kevin, welcome back to On Screen and Beyond. Very good to be here. Kevin, I was amazed. It, it, it's been you know four years since you've been on. And uh, it seems like it was yesterday that you were last on here. Oh man, time goes too quick. I got to tell you, I think I think most of your listeners will agree with that. It's just scary to me how fast it goes by. Let's look at my kids, and I just remember them being one years old. Now my oldest is twelve. Wow, jeez. <laughs> so a lot has happened in in the, these uh, last four years since we talked with you last. And um, first off, I want to talk about the your new movie, Gone's Not Dead. You know, staying busy. There's, there's no question about that. I think um, since we last chatted, I probably shot about another 20 movies. Right. <laughs> it's, been, it's been crazy. I just shot eight alone last year, and uh, of course, God's Not Dead was shot about um, and just a little, little less than a year and a half ago. And uh, the, the, you know, just the buzz on it's been unbelievable. I mean, we're getting 
hits on the internet like they would get for a big Hollywood movie. So we're, we've obviously struck a very good chord with this film, and uh, I'm looking forward to see what happens when it comes out here March 21st. Okay, can you give us an idea of what the film is about? You know, I like to call it like, a, like it's like the version of Crash. It's a faith-based version of that type of movie. I, I, people don't remember that that won the Academy Award years ago. Yes. Where it, it sort of has three or four different stories going on. They all meet at the very end of the movie, and that's what this movie does. And I, I play an atheist college professor that, uh, you know, his first day of class, his first day with his new students, he tells them right off, you know, look, this is a philosophy course, but we're not going to cover the existence of God because he doesn't exist, okay? So I want you all write on a piece of paper, God's not dead. I mean, God, God is dead. And sign your dates and your name. Well, there's one student who says I can't do that, that he's a Christian. And he wants to take me to task. He wants to take me off on, on, on a series of debates to prove the existence of God. And um, it's it, from there... Um, it's uh, it's a very interesting ride for both of us. Yeah, it sounds like it is. Uh, so how did you come involved with this film? Well, I've worked with the company before, Pure Flix. I did a movie with them uh, that I'm, I'm very proud of. It's called What If. If your listeners haven't uh, seen it, they can definitely check it out on, on Netflix if they got Netflix. That was the one you were on the show the last time for. Yeah, you know, and I'm very proud of that movie. It's a wonderful movie. I still get stopped every day by somebody saying that they love the movie. Yes, it's a great good. family movie with a great cast. Good in it film. With Christy Swanson and John Ratzenberger and Debbie Ryan and... It was uh, it was an honor to be part of that, and I've shot a couple other movies with this company since then. A Christmas movie um, called uh, The Angel Next Door with Terry Polo and Della Reese that aired uh, the last two Christmases, and I just finished another one for them called Revelation Road, the the Black Rider, and that'll come out probably later, probably early next year. And uh, this one I shot in between all those, and uh, you know they came to me with the script, I read the script, and I said this is a great part to play. I mean, being a Christian, I get to play an atheist. I said this will be fun, so I I jumped right into it, and uh, just it was just another really well written script. And, and Pure Flix is just they're just getting stronger and stronger with the content that they put out there. Yeah. Now, do you like doing roles where it's it's a twist from what you know you are, what what you really are like? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm an actor, you know. I mean, there's there's certain roles I probably would would say no to because I just feel uncomfortable doing them. But you know, this this had a really good message in it. This had a, a very good um, uh, storyline. I, I I liked the actors they had involved, and I said, you know what, I want, I definitely want to do this. And we shot down for a couple months down in uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and uh, it was it was just a great setting for this film. And we had such a great crew and such a good time doing it. And uh, like you know, once again, Pure Flix just. They're just getting just very, very good at what they do, and I, I hope to be working with them for many years down the road. Yeah, and I was looking at the cast. It's quite a cast on this film. You know, it's they got they got Willie Robertson. You know, they got they got one of the Duck Dynasty guys coming <laughs> there, and Shane Harper, who's another big, big, big star in the Disney world, and then of course David David White, who uh, is one of the owners of Pure Flix, who appears in probably seventy percent of their movies. Um, uh, plays a pastor in this one, and uh, yeah, it was it was a good. And Dean Kane was a very good friend of mine. Corey Oliver. I mean, it was just it was a good good group of people, and uh, it was a very good collab- collaboration amongst everybody. And the writers, like I said, just did a, did a wonderful job with this. Now, you said you knew Dean. So, uh, were there any other of the uh, actors that you've worked with in the past? 
No, I've known Dean for a long time. I mean, Dean and I battled for the uh, Lois and Clark role years ago. Uh-huh. It got down to him and I, him and I for that role. He ended up being Superman, and three months later, I got Hercules. So, I still got to, I still got to play a superhero somewhere along the way. But I've known Dean for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. You would have been a good Superman. Well, I, I, I made a good Clark Kent. He made, he made a good Clark Kent and a, a, a better Superman. So I think they gave it to the right guy. So, but I. I always give him a hard time because his show went three years and mine went seven and became the most watched TV show in the world. So I'll take her to this now. <laughs> so it all works out in the end. <laughs> oh, it's good. No, like Dean's, Dean's, like I said, Dean's a good guy. He's, he does a great job in this movie. Yeah. Now, are there specific things that you look for in a role? You know, I you know it, it, not really. It's just going to strike me in the right way, I guess. It depends. It depends when I read it. I think you know. So I, I read a number of scripts every week. Um, I started my own production company about six years ago, and uh, it's you know it's it's been it's been interesting. I mean, it really comes down to finding the right um, product with the right investor because that's the toughest thing right now. I mean, mm. Hollywood's been hit just as bad as anybody else in terms of what's going on with our economy. So uh, it's tough to find financing. That's the biggest thing. And distribution, I mean, you can say you do independent films, but ultimately you're still dependent on some studio picking it up and getting it out there. Right. So yeah. uh, we were very fortunate to have God's Not Dead get picked up, and we're going to be in, uh, last count I heard it was 1,100 screens, which is very wow. exciting for a $2 million movie. Yeah, yeah. Now, is there is there a website where people can go and find out where it will be playing? Um, you, you know, know I think if you just go to godsnotdead.com, you'll you'll get information right there. I, I'm sure on the website they're going to post exactly what cities and what what theaters are doing it. Um, it's um, you know, it, like I said, to, to get this sort of buzz on a small movie like this, it's just it's 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 amazing. It's just amazing, and I I'm already getting stopped by people all the time as well, saying I saw the God's Not Dead trailer. So please have people go to God's Not Dead. Uh, movie trailer. I mean, just go on your search engine; it'll pop up. Trust me, and you'll you'll see. I think there's about two or three different trailers out there right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's interesting. It make you know it, it makes you want to see it. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice trailer. They did a good job. Yeah. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So in this film, you the character that you play, you say you're the professor that turns around and tells him to write that on the paper. Is your mm-hmm. character a uh, like a mean guy or he's he's pretty arrogant. He's you know he's like he he's based on a, um, a professor that uh, the writers have, have have had the privilege of meeting before. So um, his name is Professor Radisson. Of course, that's a fictional name, but uh, he he's just arrogant. He's not. He he doesn't come across as very likable. He's he's like I'm a college professor. I'm so much smarter than anybody else is, and I'm not going to waste my time talking about the existence of God because there is no big man in the sky. Everybody knows it doesn't exist, and he just has a bit of a he's got a he's got a chip on his shoulder. And I, I don't want to give it away now, but you will find right. out what his problem is and why he is the way he is. Oh, so there is something that re- resolves everything, you know. Uh... Of why re- yeah there are there are certainly reasons, and I think people are going to be very shocked at the end of this movie. I think they're going to be very surprised as to what happens. 
sounds like an exciting film, that's for sure. Like I said, you've been on the show before, and I'm sure you don't remember because <laughs> you do so many interviews. But and I no, don't expect you to. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> but um, no, I, um, like I say, a lot of things have happened to you since then. Uh, you came out with a book, and uh, I did come out with a book called True Strength uh, a couple years ago. Um, I suffered, uh, I, when I was shooting Hercules, uh, the, near the end of season five, I was having problems with my left arm, left shoulder. I couldn't figure out what was going on. I was coming back to the States. I lived in New Zealand seven years. That's where we shot it down there in yeah. Auckland. And I was coming back to shoot a movie in Atlanta for Universal Studios. Went to see my doctor, and I told him, I said, look, I'm having problems with my arm. I can't figure out what's going on. And I, you know, being an athlete, I just kind of blew it off, but it was getting to a point, it was getting so bad, I couldn't even pick up, you know, any weights to lift on that arm. And they found a lump in my left shoulder. And that lump, before they could do anything about it and find out exactly what it was, ended up being an aneurysm that completely opened up, sent hundreds of clots into my left arm. Unfortunately, three of those clots went in my brain. I suffered three strokes. Um, the, the only good news out of that is, obviously, it could have killed me, and it didn't. It could put me in a wheelchair the rest of my life, and it didn't. But I, it went two, two strokes went to my, uh, affected my balance, and one went to my vision area. I still have a 10% loss of vision in both eyes. And I spent the next four months, I had to drop out of the movie, of course, I spent the next four months learning how to walk again. So I went from a guy that was playing Hercules in pretty darn good shape to a guy that couldn't even uh, you know, get out of bed to walk to the bathroom. So it was a long recovery. I spent the four months I was supposed to be shooting the movie in, re in therapy, learning how to balance again. And then I went back to New Zealand to start season six on Hercules. And uh, I just uh, went from a 14-hour workday down to one hour a day. And I just kept pushing myself and pushing myself. But it took me took me three full years to get better, and my wife bugged me to write this book, so I finally put it out there, and it's been amazing, the response, because the whole idea is about, you know, uh, tragedies happen to all of us, no matter where we think we are in our lives, and it certainly shook my world up, and uh, I realized, you know, you put your priorities in a different order when, when your life is, uh, mm. is on the line, and the book really is about uh, pushing past the limitations that are put on, our, on ourselves, whether it's through doctors, family, friends, whatever it may be, it's pushing yourself and pushing yourself and making yourself better in spite of the odds against you. And it's been amazing the response I've had from people. I've been speaking at hospitals, churches, neurological groups, nurses, bookstores. I've been all over the place speaking since the book came out. So I would love people to go check it out. Then go to truestrengthbook.com to see a video and find out where they can get the book. Um, Amazon, of course, well, you can always get something like that there. But uh, it, it, it has been amazing that from car crash uh, survivors, heart attack survivors, uh, car crash, uh, stroke, whatever, it doesn't have to just be stroke. And they've come up to me and said the book has motivated them to stop feeling sorry for themselves. So it's, it's been amazing, the response. Yeah, well, it, it's definitely an inspiring book. And, and you know, you are living proof that people can come back from from problems like that. Well, certainly, you know, as, as neurological uh, doctors, neurologists have told me, said, you know, being the age I was, I was in my mid-30s at the time, and, uh, and being the physical condition I was in certainly helped in the I'm recovery. Sure. But, um, you know, it was still it was still a long time. I didn't feel, you know, normal again until about two and a half years after the, the strokes happened. It, took, it was a long battle, but I never gave up. I never gave up because any little bit of... of gain I made, I would I would take that as a victory and not take it as a negative that was going so slow for me. So it was it was really about, uh, you know, laughter is the best medicine and trying to keep your focus on what's positive instead of negative. Mm. Was there any times when you just almost felt like giving up or anything? Or? 
Well, initially, certainly, I was, you know, I was I had the world, you know. I mean, I was, I just finished my first major motion picture. I was about to start another one. I mean, they were pretty much grooming me to take over for Arnold as the next action guy on the big screen, right. and so it, it cost me a, a big screen movie career. There's no question. I've been, you know, in in the independent world for the last. Well, you know, I went on to finish my last two years of Hercules, and I did five years of my series Andromeda, which I loved. I'm a big Star Trek fan, yeah. but since then. Um, you know, it's been hard to break down those doors again. I've been doing tons of independent films, really great parts, really great roles. But, you know, indies, unless you get uh, a studio to get behind them, they, it's it's hard for the public to know about them. Right. You know, yeah. I've, I've had people walk up to me and say, hey, uh, what have you been doing? I haven't seen anything. Well, I've done a lot of stuff. But, right. you know, yeah. <laughs> if you don't get the promotional stuff behind it, people, there's a lot of people have no idea. I've shot over 40 movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, since Andromeda finished in 2005, so it's not like I'm sitting around. I shot eight last year. I've already shot two this year. I've got two more lined up, plus a new TV series that I sold to the Hallmark Channel. So I'm staying busy. There's no question about it. But um, you know, it's 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 tough. You know, the economy, as I told you, it's if you don't get the publicity you don't used to get on movies of all budgets, you have to be in the next Tom Hanks or. You know, Tom Cruise movie that's cost 150 million to get any sort of publicity. Right. So yeah. it's, it's it's tough, but, but you know what? I'm I don't want to sound like I'm whining. I'm I'm, I'm happy. I'm working and uh, right. I'm doing what I love to do best, and that's act. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it's a it's a double sided sword. Uh, we we don't get to see you in in the major one, but we do have the opportunity to see you more often because you're in a lot of films. Well, yeah, people go to kevinsorbo.net. There's all kinds of information on there. Um, you can get anything, you know, updated when my movies are coming out or what movies I'm shooting. I mean, just, just go to kevinsorbo.net. They'll definitely uh, find out what's happening. Yeah, And a lot of times, you know, and I'm not knocking the big Hollywood films, but a lot of times the independents are better. <laughs> so, oh, there's no, but there's no question. I, I, know, I see a lot of independent films are so much better oh, yeah. than these big studio ones. But the studios are afraid to take chances on stuff, so they just want to, you know, they want to do the next uh, um, Lone Ranger. What what Lone Ranger may do? Lost 170 million dollars. The right. movie bombed. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's um, you know, you have a big star, all star cast, and that doesn't always necessarily guarantee that's going to be a hit. Right. And uh, you know, even I saw, I saw it was, gosh, I mean, it was tough to watch. <laughs> Just, <laughs> it's a, this is this is nothing to do with the with the cast for sure. It has to do with the way they cut it and the way they wrote it and whatever. So. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of big movies out there that you just go, what were they thinking? But, but the, you know, but that's, the thing, that's Hollywood. It's just throw stuff up against the wall and hope something sticks. Right. But the thing with the independents is they don't have the budget for all the special effects and the explosions and all of that. So they have to depend on making sure the story can yep. carry it. And and I there's find no that question. a lot of times, you know, that really makes a film. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, people want to see they want to see good stories. They want to see good good actors and good direction. And you know, they, they just, I mean, you know, I like to watch the next you know blow up movie too, or an action oh, yeah. you know superhero movie. But I also want to see a, a good story that holds your interest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Now, now you mentioned about uh, you sold a Hallmark TV show. Are, are you starring in this? Yes. Yeah. I mean, we're going to shoot the pilot. I mean, it, you know, the pilot has to be picked up mm-hmm. from the from the Hallmark Channel once we shoot it. But uh, you know, we'll shoot it. If anything, they'll use it as a two-hour movie. You know? right. But yeah. um, it's uh, it's a wonderful story. It's in the vein of of Moonlighting, and ah. it's called Can't Get Arrested. And uh, that's all I can tell you right now. Okay, I understand. No, like that happens <laughs> a lot. <laughs> we can't have too many details. Any idea? When it's coming out, though, or well, the movie would probably air. I would guess around October. 
on October. Okay, so this you know, they hope to be shooting it up in the. I think we're shooting up in Vancouver in late May, early June. Some of them probably be a three-week shoot. Hmm. Well, that, that'll be. But good. I've got from here. I'm going up to Provo, Utah, and I'm shooting a movie up there called Mythica. And um, I've already shot two other ones. They're, it's 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 sort of like Lord of the Rings. It's set in that sort of time frame. There's all kinds of wizards and warlocks and magic and hmm. creatures. And um, I play a Gandalf type of character named Gojan Pai. And uh, this will be my third movie with these guys. I'm in all five of them. My character gets his part gets bigger and bigger in each movie. And then from there, I go to Nashville to shoot a movie there called The Secret Handshake. It's a um, it's a family comedy written by Howie Klausner and how he um, wrote the wonderful movie um, Space Cowboys with Clint Eastwood and James ah, Garner yes, and Tommy yeah. Lee Jones. Yeah. Oh, so I'm staying busy. You're busy, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Now, you mentioned earlier that uh, you were up for the role of Superman um, mm-hmm. on The Adventures of Superman there, Lois and Clark. Uh, have there been any other roles that we would we would recognize that you, that you almost got? Um, I was close on... Um, as Mulder on 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 uh, X Files. Really? Yeah. Wow. And uh, yeah, it's just you know it's just funny. A lot of people have no idea. You know, you, you get used. I mean, and people are fans of that show. They're going, he can play that part. But see, you know, they're so used to that one character. Right. It's like somebody replacing me if they did another Hercules series right away. You know, right. They yeah. Mean. You know, I mean, they've already did one Hercules movie that came out that bombed. And oh, yeah. I saw the people saying, there's only one Hercules, Kevin Sorbo, which I thought was kind of nice. So. Yeah, it's, you know, you get you get comfortable with the person in that role. Yeah, right? yeah, that's kind of what, you know, you look at the Hulk movies, you know, and people keep thinking of Lou Ferrigno. Right. At least, at least they threw him in there for a cameo, which I thought was was a smart thing to do. Yeah. Now, if they ever made a, a, another Hercules and asked you to be him, would you do that? I'm too old to play. Now. There's no way. I can't. I can't beef. I'm still in pretty good shape for an old dude, but I mean, I can't. I can't play that role anymore. I think they they, they would go the younger version. So uh, yeah, they usually. But you know, uh, I would love to. I would love to be in. I would love to be in the series somehow. Maybe maybe, maybe I could play Zeus. It'd be kind of fun. Ace right. Yeah, up. that would It'd be, be neat. great. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's always a pleasure to have you on because you are so easy to talk to. <laughs> Oh, well, thanks. Appreciate it. And it's just a pleasure to have you on. And I, I want to make sure that everybody keeps their eye open for God's Not Dead coming out in theaters on March 21st. And uh, you're going to be in it along with uh, a, a really good cast. And uh, I appreciate, Kevin, that you took the time to talk to us again. My pleasure. Look forward to the next one. Kevin Sorbo, always a great time when he comes on the show here at On Screen and Beyond. Uh, He's got so much going on, and uh, he's just such an inspiration with all the things he's gone through. But, uh, you know, catch his new movie, God's Not Dead, and it's going to be coming out uh, next week. And uh, so be sure to check that out. It's going to be a good film. His last one, or not his last one, but the last one he was here talking about on On Screen and Beyond uh, was a great film. So uh, be sure to check this out. And let's see what else we have here. Remember, if you are on Facebook, be sure to like us. If you are on iTunes, leave us a review, a little, you know, check mark there, whatever. And if you are thinking about somebody who would make a great guest here at On Screen and Beyond, email it to me because I need your help. Uh, people, you know, always come up and say, why don't you have this person on? Well, 
I don't think of them all. You know, I try as many as I can, and we've had a lot of great guests here at On Screen and Beyond, but uh, without your help, I don't get all of the people that you know. Uh, so uh, be sure to send it to me. I'd really like to hear about it. And once again, thank you for all the emails that people have been sending out uh, from all over the world. And uh, it's just just so amazing, all the different places that we reach. And uh, I was setting up a map, you know, with different uh, locations colored in on it. And uh, it, it's, it's we are just about everywhere around this planet. So <laughs> it's just a just an amazing thing to hear that and uh, to, to look at a map and see how many places that we actually reach. And there's listeners. And uh, every week it gets more and more and more. And uh, Germany, you, you guys are really, you know, I'm, I'm getting all kinds of uh, people from there and uh, over in uh, the United Kingdom. It's just so many people over there, too, and uh, China and everything else. So we appreciate it. We really do. Uh, and um, I uh, just want to say hi to all of you, and I hope you'll keep listening. Tell a friend. Get the news out. And uh, that's about it. That's a wrap for this week. So until next week, when we once again take you on screen and beyond, I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care.